Find Your Dream Job, the podcast that helps you get hired, have the career you want, and make a difference in life. I'm your host, Mac Pritchard. I'm also the founder of MaxList. It's a job board in the Pacific Northwest that helps you find a fulfilling career. Every Wednesday, I talk to a different expert about the tools you need to get the work you want. Find Your Dream Job is brought to you by Top Resume. Top Resume has helped more than 400,000 professionals land more interviews and get hired faster. Get a free review of your resume today. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. Equity at work involves issues like equal pay, opportunities for promotion, and fairness in the workplace. So before you say yes to a job offer, you want to understand how an employer approaches equity. Mark Kachitani is here to talk about how to know where a company is in its equity journey and why it matters in your job search. He's a nonprofit human resources consultant, a speaker, and the director of people and culture at Oregon Public Broadcasting. He joins us from Portland, Oregon. Well, let's get started, Mark. Let's start with a definition. What is equity in the workplace? I believe that equity in the workplace is how you are cared for, um, how you bring your whole self, and how the structures and all the parts of work work to make and support you, the individual, and groups of folks so that they can really thrive. We hear a lot about equity in the workplace, uh, especially in the last few years. Is this a new idea, Mark? No, I think that it's not new, but the thinking around equity has changed. I think also the expectation of people when they're searching and coming into a job place has changed. People want a space where they can bring their whole self to work, where they can feel comfortable and they feel like they're being um, measured against a level playing field. And so I think it's become most imperative in people in culture departments and human resource teams and as a real indicator for a business's wellness and success. You mentioned examples of equity in the workplace. What about in your job search, Mark? Why does workplace equity matter when you're looking for work? Yeah, so I think that especially when you're looking for work, you can often or I can often get caught up in this idea of trying to find the next position, trying to get my foot in the door, trying to secure it. But equity in the workplace really takes you from that moment of being hired all the way through the rest of your journey, your life cycle as an employee with that company. And so if you take some time to spend some time to investigate, to understand how a company approaches equity in the workplace, you'll be taking that time to understand how you will be treated during your time there. And so it is so important that uh, individuals take that opportunity to see well, how will I, how will I be able to thrive? How will I be able to be, like, live my life in a way that that works for me and my identity? You have long experience in the human resources sector, uh, not only in your current job but in past positions. What difference have you seen in uh, the careers of the people that you've talked to as candidates make when they think about equity in the workplace when? both pursuing that next job and and uh, 
considering offers and as they move through their career? I think that um, people who are searching for new opportunities um, are really trying to figure out, will they fit in? Will the company change and grow with how my identity would change? And so uh, I've seen lots and lots of change over time from people expecting different um, rules and uh, and guidelines and, like you had mentioned, pay equity sort of supports to ensure that they work in a workplace that's fair and equitable and treats people with respect and dignity if conversations are about them, that they involve them. Um, and so I have seen people who are job-seeking request more, want to learn more, want to know what they're getting themselves into. Mark, what about companies that have only started their equity journey. Uh, what concerns might you have as a, a job seeker about an organization like that? And, and how can you be clear about where they are in their journey? Sure. I think just like every individual, every organization, every institution, and even systems, larger systems, whether that you're like me, who is currently involved in public media, or before that in social services, those systems are evolving, they're learning, they're growing in their equity journey. And some are, you know, many steps down the road, and some are just beginning. That is okay. And you and individuals can find themselves very successfully in organizations all across that spectrum. Um, and so I wouldn't count out organizations that are new or just beginning to um, come to terms with some of these concepts. For me, some of that time is the most exciting, energetic, self-discovery opportunities. And I personally love to be involved with organizations that are, that, that are starting out, that are learning how to grow, that are learning how to make those mistakes, and how to improve their care for individual employees. Others who, have, who are way down the line and are, have some amazing systems, those are great too. And so trying to understand what kind of place you thrive in uh, from an equity perspective is, is really important. But all across the board, the spectrum is, is wide and, and people can thrive in all sorts of different levels. Can you paint a picture of what that spectrum uh, of a company on its equity journey might look like? Are there distinct phases? Are they limited in number? And does the journey ever end? I don't think the journey ever ends. Um, so let me start there. But I do think there are distinct phases. I think that for many organizations, we, we talk about this idea of DEI, um, so diversity, equity, inclusion. I've also heard justice um, and uh, accessibility included in those. And so some organizations are very focused on diversifying. They want more people from different backgrounds, and it's about bringing folks in from different walks of life and different uh, lived experiences. Others are very focused on inclusion, right? Making those people who are already there feel included, um, so I can give you an example. I worked at a recent social services nonprofit called ERCO, the Immigrant and Refugee Community Organization. And that was one of the most diverse workplaces you could ever find in uh, our community. And for them, the journey was really about inclusion. It was about equity. It was about uh, justice. And it was less about trying to be in a journey of bringing more people of diverse backgrounds together, but it was more about how to get those 
those individuals to work together collaboratively for the success of the the mission or the the purpose of the nonprofit. And when you, how do you recommend a job seeker uh, get an understanding of where the company is on on its equity journey? How can you they paint that picture for themselves? Mark, what kind of research do you recommend? Absolutely. So first of all, there's so much great information at a job seeker's um, fingertips, right? Or looking at it. So just when you're looking at their websites, right? Look at the images that they're choosing to put out there. Same as their social media accounts. Who are the people that are reflected in their brochures, in their websites, in their social media posts? Do they look and feel like you? Do they have that diversity uh, in their in their projection? If you get to the stage of being able to interview for an organization, you get to ask all sorts of great questions. You get to ask questions about their policies. Could be how they how they address holidays or um, how they're addressing pay equity within their organization. You can see right there from the job postings as well transparency around wages, uh, as well as um, essential responsibilities, knowledge, and understand how they're approaching uh, bringing in people from different walks of life, um, from looking at how they might rate or value life experience or education. Um, so there's lots and lots of ways uh, to, to sort of measure and look at an organization. And if you get the opportunity to interview with an organization, you get even more in-depth opportunity to talk with those individuals who have been part of that journey, their equity journey. And if it's in person, you get to walk around and see how their buildings and their how their facilities speak to those, speak to that equity journey as well. Well, hold that thought, Mark, because I want to take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk more about the interview tips that you shared and, and dig into those, as, as well as let's talk about uh, hiring practices uh, that are equitable hiring practices that reflect where a company is in its equity journey. So stay with us. When we return, Mark Cacitani will continue to share his advice on how to know where a company is in its equity journey and why it matters in your job search. Have you recently asked a friend to look at your resume? Why not ask an expert too? Go to maxlist.org slash Top Resume. Top Resume will review your resume for free. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. You'll get tips you can use to fix your resume right away. Or you can hire Top Resume to do it for you. Go to maxlist.org slash top resume. Now, let's get back to the show. We're back at the Maxlist studio. I'm talking with Mark Kachitani. He's a nonprofit human resources consultant, a speaker, and the director of people and culture at Oregon Public Broadcasting. He joins us from Portland, Oregon. Now, Mark, before the break, we we're talking about how to know where a company is in its equity journey and why it matters in your job search. And you were sharing some great uh, tips about for job seekers about uh uh, things you might do in an interview, uh, the kind of research that you might do beforehand. Uh, 
What advice would you have, Mark, for somebody who is not sure how to ask those questions about a company's equity journey in uh, in an interview, uh, or might be uh, what what have you seen be effective? Yeah, so I really see every interview you get to that point where they say, "Do you have any questions?" And that is one of those amazing opportunities to ask a couple of these equity questions, or to find out a little bit more about where they're at in their equity journey. I personally love to find out as a job seeker about two real things. One, affinity groups. And I'll explain what those are in just a moment. But the second is about holidays and uh, and a company's offering of what holidays they have. And so affinity groups, as you may know, they're sort of employee-sponsored groups that bring people together who have shared common experiences. Maybe they're caregivers for um, parents or children. Maybe they're for members of the LGBTQ plus communities or um Maybe they're uh, based around learning or the Black, Indigenous, people of color groups where they can find solidarity of people, where they can be in safe spaces, where they can um, understand and have spaces where they can connect with others who are going through those sort of same experiences that they might be in their general lives, in their identities, but also in that workplace. And so you can always ask, like, does this company, does this organization have any affinity groups? And are employees encouraged to be a part of that? Some organizations are taking tremendous steps to not only put on and have these affinity groups, but to support them. And I see that every way from, you know, a once a month sort of meal that they organize to actually paying people and expecting people to be part of these groups and building that into their work uh, flow. Another thing, like I mentioned earlier about holidays, you know, we live in a very, very incredibly diverse community and country. And the holidays that people celebrate are vast. And we all know this typical standard banking holidays, but many organizations have moved towards like a floating holiday policy where maybe one, two, or more holidays each year, you're allowed to choose for yourself what works best for you and your um, identity. Some people take that as their birthday. Others take it as their religious celebration so that if it's uh, your high holidays, if it's your Eid, you can celebrate that, take that time off, take the rest and um, and have that space and respect that is guaranteed to everybody with all the other generalized holidays. So you could always ask about uh, their holiday policies, and that'll that'll teach you a little bit about what they're thinking. Are they even thinking about these things? And it's not a super threatening way to ask those sort of questions in an interview. You mentioned affinity groups. So many employers might have just a handful of workers, uh, three to five employees, for example. How have you seen smaller employers uh, on their equity journey approach affinity groups? Is there something? If, if if they don't have a large number of workers, what, what can they do instead or, or in addition to? Right. I think the size of an employer is not always like a barrier to that. Affinity groups can be very successful in small numbers. It's really about providing that space and time for those folks to gather, to have conversations, right? So um, let's say I had mentioned if you're um, – 
part of a, a, a group and you want to think about how that affects your work life and maybe ideas bubble up out of that and uh, and they come forth and they change a company's benefit package. Maybe the benefits need to um, work better for people who are in transition or people who are experiencing um, caregiving needs. And so these are great spaces. And organizations sometimes approach them very formally. They want them to, um, you know, uh, talk about central ideas around those identities. Um, they might have facilitations. They might structure them with some training series to go along with them so that people could grow in their understanding of accessibility or disability. Um, other times it's just very open and kind of self-directed and lets, lets that group sort of identify what their needs are to meet their, to find those safe spaces where people can find solidarity with others. Are there fundamental best practices a company should follow in its equity journey that job seekers should pay attention to? Is there a short list, Mark, of three must-haves that uh, you should always keep in mind? Yeah, I think every organization starts out with some sort of needs assessment, right? They always are reviewing. They're reviewing what's working, what's not working. And sometimes that um, that review happens because employees have requested it. Sometimes it's um, because the organization has identified it, but it really starts with that review. Second off, it it comes up with a plan, right? Typically, there's at many organizations an equity plan. It's built into many organizations' strategic frameworks, strategic plans. They want to see progress in actionable, deliverable steps. They want to increase diversity. They want to better retain their staff uh, who come from different backgrounds. But that plan is where those those ideas begin to formulate into action steps that actually apply to folks. And and lastly, it really is about communication. It's that two-way communication, both up and down within organizations that need to be fostered. Um, like I said at the beginning, if a decision is about people, it should involve people. And so there is no equity journey that is like top down that can only be implemented from the higher ups from an HR team or from a um, CEO on down. It has to be a blend of feedback and communication and conversation to move forward. You've mentioned several examples of concrete deliverables a company on its equity journey uh, uh, might produce. Uh, the holidays, for example, affinity groups, effective communication uh, throughout the organization. What other deliverables should uh, a job seeker who cares about a company's equity journey uh, pay attention to and look for? I mean, I think that that really depends on the job seeker, right? Uh, at some organizations, at my last organization, we had a very large Muslim community and so that uh, that worked at our organization. And so for that organization, it was imperative that the workday flowed around breaks for people to take uh, and spaces for people to do their prayers. But also, they updated and uh, improved their facilities. So, for example, people do absolutions, which is the washing up, uh, washing of their hands and feet before prayers. And so they went in and they installed in their restrooms special wash 
basins and tools so that those individuals could prepare for their needs in ways that was respectful to them and worked for the facilities. Um, so it can look all sorts of different ways. It can look like physical, um, structural improvements. And so I would say that when you as a job seeker are searching out an organization, it's important to do some self-reflection to understand what your identity is. See that as a strength. Organizations want you. The more diverse you are, the more different lived experiences you bring, you bring that to an organization. That's new ideas. That's new energies. That's new trains of thought. And that results in better productivity, uh, a a more diverse and understanding organization and better outcomes across the board. And so uh, really understanding yourself is probably a great starting point. Well, it's been a terrific conversation, Mark. Now tell us what's next for you. Yeah. So I'm excited about a couple of things. Um, with my work at the Oregon Public Broadcasting, I am super excited about bringing forth and shepherding a new format of how organization will adopt its policies and procedures. And so in a way that engages with staff, gets feedback, and builds very much into the design and development of policies and procedures, um, those equity values that we um, that we hold so dear. Beyond that, uh, I do some HR consulting for a number of small nonprofits around town, and I'm always excited to sort of help each of them on their journeys, whether that be equity or HR, to help them from their training to finding the right folks and making sure that those right people are cared for and supported throughout their journey. Well, terrific. I know, Mark, that listeners can learn more about you and your work in your HR practice and that. Oregon Public Broadcasting by connecting with you on LinkedIn. And if they do reach out to you, as always, I hope they'll mention they heard you on the show. Now, Mark, given all the great advice you've shared today, what's the one thing you want a listener to remember uh, uh, about where a company is in its equity journey and why it matters in your job search? So I believe that where a company is at in its equity journey speaks to how you will be treated while you're there. And so don't overlook that. It's so important. That's about staying. It's about thriving in your next opportunity and making sure that all the work that you did in finding this opportunity pays off because you can find a space where you can bring and be your best self. Make sure you never miss an episode of Find Your Dream Job. Subscribe to our free podcast newsletter. You'll get information about our guests and transcripts of every show. Go to maxlist.org slash newsletters. Again, that's maxlist.org slash newsletters. Next week, our guest will be Scott Jacobs. He's a career coach who runs the Jacobs Strategic Group. Scott has helped hundreds of clients with career transitions and job searches. Ageism in hiring happens every day and discourages countless older applicants. Join us next Wednesday when Scott Jacobs and I talk about how older workers can project confidence in a job search. Until next time, thanks for letting us help you find your dream job. This show is produced by MaxList. Susan Thornton-Hoff schedules our guests and writes our newsletter. 
Lisa Kislamberry Anderson manages our social media. Our sound engineer is Matt Piarillo. Ryan Morrison at Pontfly Productions edits the show. Dawn Mole creates our transcripts. And our music is by Freddie Trujillo. This is Mac Pritchard. See you next week.